With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. A new report by the Wisconsin Policy Forum found a nearly 20% drop in licensed school bus drivers over the past 15 years. WXPR's Hannah Davis-Reed spoke with a local bus driver about the shortage's impact on her work. When one of my friends suggested it, at first I was like, what? I don't want to be a bus driver. That's kind of dirty. <laughs> but the more, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is actually genius. That's Leanne Ostricky, bus driver with Pate Bus Service from Stratford. She's been driving school buses for over 10 years. Over the past 15 years, the number of licensed school bus drivers in the state dropped about 18%. The Wisconsin Policy Forum found that more than one-fifth of drivers are 65 years or older. Without a significant change, bus driver shortages that already impact event schedules are expected to worsen. Ostricky says that so far, her company has avoided the worst of the shortages, but they're still affected. So, for example... If we're short, a driver will schedule a sporting event later mm. so that um, somebody can drive their route and then after their route do a sporting event. So a lot of things are juggled that way. WXPR spoke with Wendy Bowen of Bowen's Bus Service in August. Bowen said that the shortage has meant rescheduling and canceling student activities in the Rhinelander School District. Ostricky says that she believes bus drivers' low wages contribute to the shortage getting harder and harder to have um, just a bus driving job as a part-time job because more people need a full-time job longer than just a part-time job. The Wisconsin Policy Forum asserts that increasing salaries would help with recruitment, but not every district has the budget for that. Ostricky says overall, it's a fun job. I would say if you're considering being a bus driver, especially if you have kids or even if you're an aunt or an uncle, um, to give it a try because it is really rewarding. For WXPR News, I'm Hannah Davis-Reed. Recent warm temperatures had maple sap running early, catching some maple syrup producers by surprise. In 2023, Wisconsin produced 402,000 gallons of maple syrup, making the state fourth in the country for maple syrup production. The unexpected warm temperatures these past few weeks could slow maple production down. The company The Maple Dude is owned by Tim Sternitsky. He wasn't able to take advantage of the recent sap run. Simply wasn't ready to take advantage of those temperatures because we normally here in Wisconsin, especially in central and northern Wisconsin, don't plan for the season to start up that quickly. To collect maple sap, producers need to have their trees tapped. Sternitsky says he won't begin his process until early March, hoping for a more traditional sap run. The situation will turn around and we'll have a normal season that we would typically have by the time I get everything tapped. So we have to go out there, you know, and physically tap each tree and put a spout in it to harvest the sap. As of now, Sternitsky hopes to keep up his maple syrup making as scheduled. This story is courtesy of WAOW Television. The Wisconsin Elections Commission has complied with court orders and voted to tell more than 1,800 local clerks who run elections in the battleground state they can accept absentee ballots that are missing parts of a witness's address. The Wisconsin State Journal reports the commission voted 5-1 to to adopt the new guidance for absentee ballot envelopes with a missing address. 
The Republican-controlled legislature and the conservative group Priorities USA have appealed a pair of court rulings affecting absentee ballots, which could result in even more changes in election rules prior to the November presidential election. Each of the last two presidential elections in Wisconsin was decided by fewer than 23,000 votes. U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher says he will not run for a fifth term in Congress. The Wisconsin Republican announced his retirement Saturday, just days after he refused to vote with his fellow House Republicans to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The GOP wants to oust Mayorkas to punish the Biden administration over its handling of the U.S.-Mexico border. An impeachment vote fell one vote short in the House on Tuesday. Gallagher was one of the Republican holdouts, sparking talk in Wisconsin that he could face a primary opponent. Gallagher did not mention the impeachment vote in a statement Saturday announcing his retirement, saying only that he does not want to grow old in Congress. Many Wisconsinites have received their income tax documents for filing taxes. A long-standing program geared toward low-to-moderate-income adults is back again this year to provide free in-person and virtual assistance in preparing returns. Mike Moen reports. AARP has its tax aid sites open around the state. The organization says 650 volunteers completed more than 23,000 returns for Wisconsin residents last year. AARP's Darren Wozniewski says the program can help people with limited resources avoid overpaying or turning to tax prep services they can't afford. He says the no-cost assistance might make a refund to stretch a little further. Even a modest refund for somebody who's you know, living on Social Security can go a long way to helping alleviate some of the financial stress that they might be under. The volunteers are trained and IRS certified to ensure they're caught up on the latest changes to the tax code. A list of Wisconsin sites or ways to receive help online is available through the AARP website. I'm Mike Moen. Those who watched Super Bowl 58 on Sunday saw some Wisconsin products hiding in plain sight. Mike Leishner has the story. Schofield's Merrill Steel provided 28,000 tons of steel to help build Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, which hosted the NFL championship game for the first time this year. Representatives from the company told WAOW-TV in Wausau that they won the contract to provide the bones for the multi-billion dollar stadium in 2017 and had to work quickly to meet deadlines ahead of the venue's 2020 grand opening. The stadium also hosts college football games and is scheduled to host the Division I NCAA Men's Final Four in 2028. Merrill Steel products also make up portions of Lambeau Field and Fiserv Forum. That was Mike Leishner reporting. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.